That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Last year in Kansas City, we had 150 homicides. About 40% of those cases in Kansas City remain unsolved. Many of them are considered cold. I have nightmares still to this day. I wake up crying. I can't sleep. Each victim has a unique story in life and death with friends, family, detectives, and prosecutors all fighting for justice. I know she's not suffering anymore. Every little bit will help us. We are joining the case to get answers. This is Fox 4 Problem Solvers Crime Files, the podcast. I'm Kara Small. What do you remember about your childhood? Think back to the time when you were 12, about a seventh grader. When I think back to that time, I remember playing softball. My memories are very different than what Gayla Champ remembers. It's very hard. Um, I, I seen them roll my mom out just in blood all over her body. So I seen the whole thing. Gayla grew up in the Metro. She was 12 and living in Kansas City in 1992. Her mom, Rosalie Champ, raised Gayla and her three sisters. Life was fairly normal until one night that year, March 6th. Gayla says her mom put on her white button-down top and name tag just like she did every day and went to work. Rosalie said goodbye to her girls and left, heading to the Hickory Hills Amico station near Blue Ridge Cutoff and Snyabar Road for her shift, just like every other day. But March 6th, 1992, wasn't like every other day. Around 11 p.m., detectives say pure evil pulled up to the gas station in a dark truck. Even all these years later, investigators still aren't exactly sure what happened at the gas station that night. Here's Detective Kevin Bain with the Kansas City Police Department. Information that we've got points to two suspects. There could have been more. There could have been multiple people in that vehicle. Could have been people walking down the street. One was later determined to have gone inside the location, while the other one stayed in a car. Uh, possibly described as a Chevy uh, with a shiny front grille. Miss Champ was killed in the location. And, uh, you know, since that time, there's not been a whole lot of information. Detectives say that's all they really have to go on in the case. Unfortunately, Gayla knows investigators have additional information. She knows that because her family beat police to the crime scene that night in 1992. Her aunt may have even heard the very beginning of the attack. It was very hard because my aunt, my Aunt Charlotte, is the one that was on the phone with my mom. My aunt said the phone went dead, so my aunt kept calling back, and then when all this stuff went down, my dad beat the cops over there and everything to the shop before, and her baby brother found her. What Gayla and other family members witnessed that night is something none of them could ever forget. I seen them roll my mom out just in blood all over her body so i seen the whole thing they just um hit her with a distributor on top of her head and three times and then my uncle steven was um is her baby brother found her with water hose all around her tight and my uncle had to take my uncle took it off 
Rosalie spent a week in the hospital before she passed away, but Gayla believes that she died that night at the gas station. Over the last 30 years, Gayla has tried to remember her mom and the things she loved about her, but some memories are still too difficult. My mom was always helpful to everybody. She would give anything off her back. My mom was too um, lovely and kind. She helped everybody. I wish I had my mom all this time. I don't know. I mean, I just, I'm just done about it. I just wish my mom was here. I mean, I try to keep my head up, but it's very hard. But I have the two kids I have to worry about. To this day, um, I have to postpone my son's birthday because it happened on the day that, um, in 92 of March 6th, my son was born March 6th of uh, 06. So it's really hard for me. It's also difficult for Gayla when she drives by that old Amico station near where her mom died. It's no longer an Amico, but the building still stands near Blue Ridge Cutoff and Sniabar Road. At this point, detectives believe Rosalie Champ's murder started as a robbery, but even they aren't exactly sure about that. Detective Bame says it was a different time in 1992, and police didn't have all the tools they now use to help solve cases. The, the prevalence of surveillance cameras and all of the uh, availability of closed circuit TV and the surveillance that we have nowadays, which is much more common. It was a time where, you know, a lot of the information that detectives can rely on now by pulling that type of video footage just wasn't available back then. You know, this particular case, we're looking for somebody to come forward that may have been in the area at the time, familiar with that location, and provide some information. You know, the detectives have done all they can. And as I try to explain to people, you know, that detectives can't manufacture evidence out of thin air. They go through their standard procedures, they do area canvases, they, you know, take all the evidence that can be collected, they send it to the lab, it's analyzed. In the 27 years that have passed since Rosalie's murder, police received just one tip in the case. That tip did not lead to her killer. Rosalie died that day in 1992, leaving behind four daughters, forcing the girls to grow up without their mother. Detective Bame knows it's going to take a brave person to come forward and finally give police the answers they need to help solve this case. We need somebody that had that information to either come forward directly to the police or reach out to Crime Stoppers anonymously and provide that information. Any, any information out there, we'd certainly be willing to take, and that can re-engage the detectives. And when you put that together with the information that they may have already collected, you never know what, what that could create. Cases this old and even older have been solved by people coming forward at, at later dates. So it's very possible that this can happen. We just need the right person to be willing to talk about it. It's also what Gayla says she needs. She lost her mother 27 years ago. Her father died 20 years later. She just wants to be able to look at her kids and have answers for them that police so far haven't been able to give her. It's been too long. I just, I just wish everything would just like fall into place. Um, I just want a closure from my family. <laughs> and, um, I just, I mean, I know God's got everything to um, help me with through all this, but I want something done so that I can get a closure. Solving this case is as easy as calling the TIPS hotline at 816-474-TIPS. 
even after three decades. You can also email the tip to CaseyCrimestoppers.com or send your tip through the Crime Stoppers app. You can download it at p3tips.com. You can listen to other episodes of Fox 4 Crime Files. Just search for them on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as fox4kc.com. For Fox 4 Crime Files, I'm Kara Small.